Hello and welcome to the Psychic Shack Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle. Thank you for joining me here at the Psychic Shack Podcast. We publish every first and third Monday, every first and third Monday, new episodes of the Psychic Shack Podcast. I'm kind of on somewhat of a vacation, if you can call it that. And what I wanted to do was I'm going to recast The Fool's Journey. And I I want to do that because... Number one, I'm on vacation. But number two, lately I've been with the tarot card theme. And The Fool's Journey is the most downloaded episode that we have still in running. And it's like a year and a half. And there's so many downloads in that reference. So if you're new to the Psychic Shack podcast and you missed that very first episode, what I'm going to do is publish it simply because it coincides with the theme that I've been talking about for the last couple of weeks. And with The Fool's Journey, especially with Tarot, it gives you an idea of how the energy unfolds with tarot cards. And as I said, a lot of the requests or a lot of my interaction has been a reference to Tarot. And I thought, what better series to recast but this one? So this is The Fool's Journey. And I hope you guys enjoy it as it's been enjoyed. And if you're new to the Psychic Shack podcast, keep in mind we publish, again, every first and third Monday, every first and third Monday. Thank you guys for joining me. Enjoy the episode. Take care and I'll speak with you soon. Bye-bye. Hey guys, it's Michelle and Alex, and we're at Psychic Shack. Hi guys. What's going on? Nothing much. How are you? I'm hanging in there. I'm looking at this <laughs> REM pod over here. We got this ghost hunting equipment in the in the shack. And Alex, it's my favorite thing right now. Yeah, she's hoping that one of these spirits will come and direct and guide us through this podcast. So Episode, um, not the whole podcast. We can only hope. But uh, we figure we put that out real quick. And if you hear EVP in the backdrop. Please let us know. That'd be nice. That'd be cool. So um, what do you want to talk about today? So let's talk about the fool's journey in tarot. Okay. Because I feel like tarot is just this vague idea that everyone has, or at least I had. And then doing the fool's journey, it makes it human because it's a story every human goes through. Mm. The trials, the tribulations, the triumphs, all of that into one story. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And do you well, think... I'm not scared of cards anymore. Really? Yeah, I told you that. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Well, that really was for them. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> but but go ahead. So because because looking at the Fool's Journey, did it make Tarot a little more approachable? Or yeah, definitely. Or mystical or... Of course. Because like, no offense. I feel like you just, if you're a reader, you know. And then if you're not and you're just looking at Tarot cards for the first time... It's definitely intimidating, and it's definitely, like, I mean, I've heard you talk about one card for, like, an hour, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, there's so much into one card. You can get lost in one card. So the fact that the, the Fool's Journey, like, kind of encompasses it in a story that you can understand mm-hmm. helped me be okay with it. Yeah, there's, if we look at this at almost two different angles. So one angle would be, I want to... I want to look at the pool's journey so that I can read Tarot yes. for myself, friends, family, strangers. 
And the other idea is that I want to understand the fool's journey for only my personal life. So therefore yeah. it's become a tool for meditation, a tool for connection, a tool to figure out um, what your next step is kind of, exactly. so you're not, so you're always going to be used to change. So it's not as always stagnant. You're not right. really stuck, stuck. You're right. just looking at a different card. So as we look at, at these cards and what we're, we're, we are talking about as a brighter weight deck, but I want to talk about from a viewpoint of which I'm assuming that most people would like some foundational understanding as far as reading. Yeah. And even if you're already um, engaged in reading and performing reads, that, that this would help. And yeah. if anything, it would be interesting. Yeah. And just something else. Um, tarot is so vast. Mm-hmm. And we're and, only talking about rider weight. We're right. not talking about any other type of deck at the moment. Yeah. And that, that definitely has to be understood and appreciated yeah. how vast this subject is. Yes. Right. So what, now I guess the best place to start is that my encouragement is when, when you head out to read cards, mm-hmm. we're told that memorize 78 definitions, right. 78 cards. Yeah. Right. That, that's standard. Nothing wrong with that. But what I've noticed is when you try to do that, it's hard to make these individual cards tell a story. Right. Because okay. usually it's just, it looks good. Okay, right. This card means this. Done. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, there's an actual story. Done. Yeah. It's not an actual. Yeah. It doesn't become an actual story. So what has happened is that we have taken each card, assigned a definition to it, mm-hmm. and then that's the read. Yeah. And then you jump to it another card and that becomes a definition and and what has happened is that tarot um some readers are looking at the total picture mm-hmm. so instead of the portion representing the whole we're going to try to embrace the whole right right so as we embrace the whole so the fool's journey is basically a foundational tool to understand uh our major arcania but here's the point your fool's journey is it represents, or it can be told with your major arcanium. It can be told with your minor. Oh, I be, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It's told with your minor, and then it's also told with your court cards. Oh. And so it, it's, yeah, it's an all-encompassing concept. But we're okay. only going to deal with our 22 majors. Oh, I see. I'm going to reiterate this again if I didn't say it before, as I don't remember, because I'm tired. So here we go. So <laughs> with the 22, here's the point. It's, it, and this is the most important point, but it's easier to remember a story. It is. Then remember 22 distinct definitions. I wholeheartedly okay. agree. So as we're trying to practice this metaphysical stuff, there are some things that are probably required. And one requirement is that I'm going to have to trust what I give, right? I'm going yeah. to have to at least give energy a try. Let's Which give love hard. a try, right? It's hard because <laughs> right? you have to let go a little bit. You, you really do. For it to work, you you really do. And so we're going to give ourselves to what I guess will be commonly called the universe. And we're going to think or we're going to en- enable it to work on our behalf. And what I mean by that, and I'll get off this kick, because I want synchronicities to work favorably mm-hmm. for me so yes. I can understand. Because you won't notice unless it's synchronicities, even if it hits you in the face. Exactly. So it feels like I'm talking about four different things. I'm going to try to get to a point real quick. And here's the point. So with my fool's journey, Mm -hmm. once I understand the story, which I'm going to tell briefly, I can actually use this as a template to read any tarot deck on the market. Right. And also playing cards conceptually. Mm-hmm. And then playing cards to start to deviate and do their own thing. Right. But foundationally, if you understand a fool's journey, it gives you an idea how to interpret, regardless of what cards you get, you know, Connolly, Mary Kay, all those guys out there. Okay. Okay. So 
So when we say the fool's journey, real quick, for those that don't know, let me bring up the speed real quick. So your fool's journey, you're, you're out of your tarot card deck is 78 cards. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is normally the the idea number of cards in a tarot deck. No, that is the idea. Right? Yeah, but anything other the, than 40, 78, 78 is an oracle deck. Is an oracle deck, except for Alistair Crowley with his Toph deck, because yeah. he has, if you count them up, and I once again, you can get into the weeds, and I'm not trying to, but here's what's interesting. You can say that he has 80 cards, because he has three magicians. Yes, but, but those are special, because the special people only print. <laughs> so, so some of, interesting trivia. I know. So with his eighty, it's presented in his book that you're you can choose between the three magicians. Mm-hmm. But if you keep the other two, all of them, mm-hmm. you'll have eighty cards. Mm-hmm. Which the conspiracy theory is that they actually represent Juno and Jupiter, mm-hmm. which are the male female energies of a tarot deck. But we won't go down that road. No, but I thought I'd put that out there because it's nonetheless it's interesting. So yeah. we're back to the fool's journey. So if I understand the fool's journey and I, I, I get this story, I'm able to read any tarot deck out there. If it's right. abiding by the principle I just spoke, 78 cards, mm-hmm. 22 of your major, 56 minor, my 16 courts and my four aces. There you go. Thank you much, ma'am. So... <laughs> Um, the fool's journey, just like, like Alex said, like we're talking about, yeah. it, it is a story of life. Right. And so if you think about it, if you lay out and all these cards are numbered. Yeah. So except for your fool, because he's a zero card, meaning that wild card, like in a playing deck. Mm-hmm. So the fool can show up anywhere. He's the, the, the energy that can be anything. Right. But we're not going to incorporate him in this story just yet yeah. or at all. Okay. We're going to keep him out of it because oh, he brings okay. a whole different energy to the mix. So I want to talk about from the magician to the chariot, right? And then from strength to temperance. Can I do that? Yeah. Okay. And then the devil to the world. Of course. All right. It's so a whole journey. It's a whole journey. We're <laughs> going to do it. We're going to be hiking along. So with this whole journey, it, it is our life. Every human being, whether you believe in this stuff or not, is subjected to this story. Right. Mm-hmm. So if I started the magician and I said, you were born, mm-hmm. <laughs> you do exist. Right. right. There you go. You're in. And so right off the bat, you know, because it gets crazy. Yeah. So every human being. So let's say at that point, a magician, mm-hmm. I'm going to use, I'm going to factor you in this equation and talk about you. You're talking to me or I'm talking to you. Oh, I, okay. Uh, and the audience. I'll bring okay. it to you. I'll bring it to you. In. Okay. <laughs> so you listening person and you Alex. person in front of me, Alex. Wow. Could it remember my name? You are tired. I am very, but I will press on. <laughs> so with the magician, so my initial energy comes into manifestation. So let's say, not necessarily in a perfect world, but the idea of mm-hmm. energy and existence, meaning that I, I, you do have the world in your hands. That's right. when, when we were a child, you explored the most, anything was possible. Yeah. Right? We believed in Santa Claus. There's actually a dude that would come down the chimney, <laughs> give you goodies. Oracle. Jump in a sled and take off with reindeer. Yep. And then there's a six foot Easter bunny running around with that. And the story goes on and on. Yeah. There, there was something in that magic. It, it yeah. was something of possibility. Right. And as a magician, we we believed that. And and so my first card is speaking to me about, and I said the fool is a placeholder. He's the wild card. Yeah. So he could be anywhere. Right. When my magician shows up, that that's you and your magic. That's you and and all things possible. Okay. Right. Yeah. And that's reminding a person that um, you you do have control over a situation. You do have say in a situation. You have you control your own destiny. You you really do. Yeah. And so from that, then we connect to the high priestess. So if I would come back and give some balance to what I'm talking about, I would say that the magician would be the spirit. 
mm-hmm. of the person. Okay. And your high priestess would be your soul. Okay. Right? So when your soul is where we're going to extract the word psyche, mm-hmm. which we'll come up with the word psychic. Yeah. My intuition, oh, my inner knowing. That's funny. Right? So that's we curious. know, yeah, so we know because of that word, it is spoken okay. with a gender in its feminine. Uh-huh. Okay. Right? And oddly enough, dependent, right? Mm-hmm. On material you read. But for the most part, it's embraced that uh, spirit is masculine. We're going to oh. derive that from wind, breath, air, pneuma, which uh, is masculine, where we get the English word pneumonia. So anyway, so we okay. have that balance, right? Okay. So we have the male, female. So I'm in existence. I'm, you know, we are that balance. I have my spirit, my soul, and where my spirit and soul comes into physical manifestations through the empress. And I'm going to just say that would be my mom. Mm-hmm. Did you get that? Yeah. I said Your mama. Mom. I said mom. Oh, you're trying to be British now? Yo, mama. Mom is British. That, is it? Yeah. Oh, spot a T. Yeah. Was that good? No. Queen? Hip hip no. cheerio? Oh, goodness. Here we go. So we have the Empress, and Empress is the, the femininity. Yeah. And it is the 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 side that, um, she is the pinnacle of the love, gentleness, mm-hmm. kindness, right? And so my feminine queens, aspects. feminine aspects, and then my queens represent facets of that. Mm-hmm. And we won't get into that, but I'm giving you the idea of actually how this is going to settle in. Right. And the number two, what's interesting is that my mom or our mother, our connection with our mom, um, that that's a, a really close association with that first human being that we're intimate with in a right. sense, right? As far yeah. as nurturing and things like that. And what she does is she gives us to the dad, which will bring mm-hmm. the emperor. Mm-hmm. So I could say right here, I'm, I'm speaking about a family dynamic without going in a superficial sense. Yeah. But it kind of, it, here's my point, guys. I want you guys to keep in mind that we're, we're talking about a human element, mm-hmm. right? Depicted and cartoony pictures of Tarot yeah. with the right away deck. Yeah. Right? So that, that kind of is kind of getting you into the idea of the energy. So for the sake of argument, I can say, so when my emperor falls or my empress or my... Yeah. My high priestess or magician, maybe that's telling me something about family elements. And real quick, before you guys don't blow your cool, I know the pages speak of people in our life, and I know the kings and queens, and yeah. I'm not going, I'm not, I'm not talking about those guys. We're only talking I'm having about a different conversation. Guys. I can hear people like, no, that dude, no, no, that's not how it goes. So we're going to deal with the fool's journey in this concept that I'm presenting, okay? Right. So once again, if I was new to Tarot and I was just kind of hedging with that energy, mm-hmm. that would probably get me into the ballpark and it would probably open up some dialogue to have some sort of a read, right? right? Not a psychic read. I'm just reading cards. So from there, I'm going to go to the institutions because remember I got mom, dad, uh, the male, female energy. Dad is going to impose the authority. Discipline. Um, discipline. Good one. Discipline, authority, and things like that. So when the emperor shows up in a card read, there's a representation of that idea. If he's yeah. reversed, then maybe it's an indication of a lack right. of that energy. And so I'm out of the family unit. And now I'm going into the element of culture. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's so keep in mind, guys. So I'm dealing with my magician to my chariot. I'm not a chariot yet. But this first row is how I developed consciously. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not clinically trained to talk about this, but I'm <laughs> going in depth. You know, I'm not, you know, close to Dr. Phil or anybody. Mm-hmm. But this this is just the idea as far as a tarot reader is concerned. Right. And it, it gets you in a ballpark. So um, my Hierophant, Lovers, and Chariot are cultural, societal ide- ideas. So I go to the Hierophant, and he represents the institutions. School, military, stuff like that. School, military, religion. Mm, um, in most definitions, in most definitions, when you read it, it's going to be top heavy with religious aspects, mm-hmm. and that's fine, right? right. Uh, we're going to gloss over this. So, 
Um, so they're my institutions. So I leave my family setting and I enter the realm of institution, mm -hmm. right? So I could develop in my society right. and be a functional citizen. So after that, within that, then I come to the lovers. And that's somebody outside of my immediate family. That's mm -hmm. where I make connection. That that's yeah. my intimate that that's a human being external to my immediate family that I have a connection with and now I develop a re relationship with. Right. Right? And so the story starts to become in this fool's journey. He's called the fool initially only to become the wise man at the end. Mm -hmm. But so all of that compiled brings me to the cherry and the chariot is made up of all of the elements for the magician to the lovers. There's always an element exactly. in that. There's, an, there's one element from each of these cards that you'll find in the chariot. Mm -hmm. It's a really good observation. And my chariot in my life, in this life story, and my journey, is I'm, I, I'm now living, and, I'm, and I, don't mean, I'm not, I don't mean to be derogatory, but I'm actually living the... Uh, 1.3, you know, children, 2.3 kids. I got the car. I got the corporate oh, job. Oh, yeah. Day. It's um, what society right? expects of you. That's what society expects in right. any dynamic. And that's yeah. fine. We're not knocking that. I'm just saying that's that that card falls. And hey, whatever. Yeah. You know, whatever. Rolls your yeah. boat, dude. Do what you need to do. You, baby. So, <laughs> you got, so you got all that going on. Now, now here's, here's where it gets interesting. That first word I said was conscious mind. So when any of these cards fall, opens up dialogue, you can get an idea of why this person is in your presence in the two of you are dialogue mm -hmm. into Rome. So after that, we go to the subconscious. Mm -hmm. And your subconscious, for the sake of the conversation, let's just say these are your deeper inner thoughts. Yeah. People attempt that, you know, subconscious uh, breakdown. Mm -hmm. But we're going to deal with the, the deeper inner thoughts, the things that you keep to yourself that you haven't yet allowed to find expression in full. Right. And so this is challenge. Some people said, well, the chariot also is that representation of midlife. I, I don't know oh. that. I just think it's turn point. Yeah. You know, once I have these accomplishments, I've made it through school and all that stuff. And then I'm, I'm exploring some things to give me a personal satisfaction. Well, I feel like it's the, the whole journey is the journey. There's not an end point or a there isn't. section where it doesn't. But we're metaphysical talking about also... Truth. The, and also the combination of how the world sees. Yeah. Not to make a harsh distinction, but there is an ideology that does exist out there that says this is of standard. I agree. Right? So we're just addressing that because obviously if you're listening to this, you're probably not too interested in what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yeah, dude, no, I kind of do the standard. I'm on to something new. What you got? So what we have going on is that when we come to strength, mm -hmm. that's when I'm starting to rediscover who I truly am. Right. And the card in itself and its um, imagery mm -hmm. is a woman closing the lion's mouth or opening it. And that, that this is one of the few cards, in my opinion, that really, instead of, um, it bears a question. Right. Because it's up to you if she's closing it or opening it. I think it's very much that sense. Yeah. And of course, if it's used when you see strength, then obviously because of its title, we say, well, have strength in this situation. You need strength mm -hmm. to get through it. Yeah. That's fine as well. But I'm saying relevant to my story, it, it's now presented as a question. Okay. So, and the question of strength is, do I have the strength to truly be who I am? Right. And that's not a challenge. It's a question. Yeah. Some people, if they if the answer is no, that's fine. There is no wrong answer. Right. You know, at this point in time, when presented with this question, my response is no. You know. Yeah. And hey, that's fine. That's cool. Once again, 
Do you? Our own person. Exactly. So then it comes to the hermit. And the hermit is saying, let me get some quiet time mm-hmm. and reflect on that question. On the strength of being who I am. And so yeah. the hermit, because when you look at this spread, his back is to the rest of the cards. Mm-hmm. He's actually facing where I'm back. bringing the story from, back to the beginning, all the way to the... Magician. Le- there you go. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, I need to illuminate my past so I can go forward. Right. And because I'm illuminating my past, it's giving me an idea of how I developed in reference to who I am. Right. So see, this is very human. We haven't done anything mystical or weird. No. And yet we're kind of following this path through Tarot. And we yeah. kind of find ourselves. We get an idea of how this is speaking mm-hmm. to me. And it's totality, not as individual yes. parts. Right? Exactly. Okay. So with that, once I make that discovery, so therefore I'm able to go to the Wheel of Fortune and say, you know, it's not risky being who I am. Because mm-hmm. this is my truth. Right. My truth. Unadulterated. And so we go through the Wheel of Fortune and we come to justice. Mm-hmm. which is a myriad of things. Obviously, it's the legal systems and all of those things set up. Yeah. But in my story, just as is speaking that you were self-validated. Right. You are self-justified. Mm-hmm. I don't have to, I can't justify you. You. you that's something you have to give yourself. Yeah, and I feel like know? that's important exactly. for any human. Exactly. And so once that discovery is made, then it brings us to the hangman. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing, speaking of my friend Kryly, Oh. I think he's interested. Hey, yes, my okay. brother. Ah, my brother. And so, uh, yeah. Right? No. Okay. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, Crowley's deck is soft deck. And he, he explains this really well. And they had questioned him and said, why does your hangman not have a face? Mm-hmm. And he said, because when you go into the depths of your soul, you lose a mask of ego. That is so true. That's powerful. Yeah. And I think that coincides with my story. I'm trying mm-hmm. to tell and stumble through. Yeah. So my hangman, because once I'm justified, I'm losing that sense of ego. I'm losing that sense of I have to make this presentation to be embraced. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm kind of like, yeah, you know, you kind of can take it or leave it. Yeah. I don't mean to be disrespectful, but that's kind of what's on the table, bro. Deal with it. So when I met, when I'm in that posture, mm-hmm. when the hangman re-emerges, yeah. He faces the next card, which is death. And I think death in a, with Tarot, it's one of the most maligned cards. It's my favorite it is really, card. It's, it's a trip. People I love lose it. their mind. It's change. It's, and there's four people, and each one is facing change differently. Differently. And we've all been each of those people. We have. And it's those counterparts. Yes. Looking away, everything. Yes, yes. And that's a good call. And that's really good to reiterate also. Yeah. You know, say that again, because if it's a card of change, yeah. Think of the story. You know, I've, I'm justified. I'm okay with who I am. Because of that, it brought me to the hangman. So I was able to search the depths of my soul. I emerge mm-hmm. and I'm experiencing change, which yeah. is death. And yeah. then you said depicted in the picture. There yeah. are four individuals. There's people screaming. There's people <laughs> facing it head on. One's like turned away. So they don't even see it. Stuff like that. So you have your priests, right? Sure. So that's your faith? Oh, yes. <clears throat> the first person up mm-hmm. is your priest. So he's going, or a person with your spirituality, whatever that is, yeah. pagan, Wiccan, Christian, whatever. Um, it's because their belief in their faith mm-hmm. is enabling them to get through this change. Right. The other person, and this is the unfortunate soul, is dead. And that's just a reality. Yeah. Some people, sometimes change destroys them. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like dying. It's kind of like dying. And then I have two maidens, and one is, she's in white, and 
her body is like canted toward death, but her head is turned. Mm -hmm. So physically I'm going through the motions, but psychologically I'm not in the game. Yeah. I do not like this change. And my favorite this is my bestie is the little girl with the flower because kind of how I like to live my life. She's going through change naive, man. <laughs> She's like, everything's cool. Everything's fine. Yeah. And it's like childlike and naive, mm -hmm. just accepting. Um, I, I joke about that, but I wish I could be more accepting of that. Yeah. And, you know, it's almost like, you know, I would always laugh like in class, like it's almost like a Forrest Gump thing. Mm -hmm. And depending on how you interpret a movie, but he wasn't really stumbling through that. He was just navigating in a way that wasn't brutish. Right. Things were just unfolding. Right. Yeah. So we get through that. I get all my change. And now we're at temperance. Right. So my temperance in this story is my higher self. Yeah. Like you've raised your vibration or you've come to the end of the tunnel and you can now know tunnel. what you're doing. Exactly. And if you look at a contrast, my hangman and his normal position is in the depths. Mm -hmm. And once I reemerge from the depths, I go through change, which is death. Yeah. I'm at a higher vibration, just like you said. Mm -hmm. And now it's almost, it is the appearance of something almost angelic. And I think it's illustrated that way to give us strong indication of higher vibration. Right. You know, I had said, um, one of the people that's like a Shaq Ryan, I had said on the, the chest of the angel is the sign of alchemy. And he corrected me and said it was something else I can't recall now. So don't hold me to it. But here's the idea. He wasn't there. At that I wasn't oh my God, we were I going back and forth. There. I was like, I'm going to have to edit this. And so <laughs> Ryan's like, no, it's not alchemy. I was like, it is my friend. It is. So with this alchemy, um, it's changing a base principle, a base property. Mm -hmm. Like the old deal is like turning lead uh, to water into something. gold. Okay. To gold. But it's in the, the occult, it's a higher vibration. Yeah. So that's where we're at going through this experience, just through the human experience, not yeah. the mystical one, right? So here, and here's the beauty of it. So at Temperance, I'm, I'm at that place. Mm hmm. And as luck would have it, and you got to laugh at this one, man, because as soon as I'm at that high place, that angel flies down and it crashes into the devil. Right. And normally when we're at that place, like working in the psychic shack and doing this stuff, you, you're constantly hearing people say, I want sage to send the other yeah. because of the negativity we want to get rid of. Right. Right. And normally if you're in that high place, we're in that happy yeah. spot. And then you have that energy. That wants to come and undercut you. Right. Which is right? the universe. There's always a positive and a negative. We say it's that positive. But in this aspect, mm -hmm. this angelic sense, you are the initiator right. of actually flying down to that devil. So those illusions in your life mm -hmm. come crashing down, which is found in the tower. Yep. The devil is the, the idea of the illusion, the mm -hmm. deception, you know. and Because we've all lied to ourselves. We, of course. Of course. It's par for the course. So once that comes, so once that's identified, it comes mm -hmm. crashing down, which is depicted in the tower. Right. So after the tower brings us to the star, which is? I actually don't know. I just think it's pretty. It's a sun. A star is a sun. Oh, uh, well, you have the sun a few only... minutes later. So I'm like, I don't <laughs> so know it about is the sun. A sun. But, okay. but a star is a sun. It's, but it, it's only visible at night. So the, the thing is that. You're being guided, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. In your darkness. Yes. Because I just came from the devil's realm <laughs> through his tower. I'm having some issues, man. I need some guidance, but I need yeah. some general guide. I don't need this big booming light because mm -hmm. I probably would reject it from what I just experienced. Right. So I have a subtle light. Mm -hmm. And that subtle light's guiding me through the madness I just went through onto an incident that's not totally beneficial either because to the moon, 
lunacy, going lunatic, right? It's mm -hmm. that past experience may have messed with me. Right. And it may have had made me all subtle and now mm -hmm. I'm confused. Yeah. If you've ever been through something and you reflect back and you're trying to find meaning, you're like, wow, I'm just, you know what? I'm really confused. Yep. Right? This mm -hmm. didn't make sense. I don't know why did this happen. Mm -hmm. And we go through that process. It's a process. Yeah. So in that card, uh, the two images, real quick, are important. Are One's a wolf and one's a domestic dog. And that's basically my response to my own confusion. confusion. Am I going to be civil, domesticated, or am I going to be this wild wolf? Right. And that is really the symbolism in a superficial sense of the two. So I get to choose between the balance that I want to maintain. I don't want to go too far to the left or to the right. I'm trying to find a middle road. And if I do that, it brings me to the sun, which is the beginning of a new day. And once I understand the contemplation I just explained, that mm -hmm. I have this new experience, which brings me to judgment, judgment. Despite the name, we're going to look at judgment from a viewpoint of this guy blowing through a trumpet, but on that trumpet is most important is a flag, which is healing. Right. That's what I want. And the people depicted in the picture or a resurrection yeah. of what I just went through, right? Yeah. So I had I came from the sun, that's my new birth, and judgment is really the resurrection from my new birth, mm -hmm. which brings me to the world, which is my manifestation. Now, when we first started, is the manifestation version, right? Yeah. So when we started, I said that first line from the magician to the chariot is conscious, subconscious strength to temperance, those combined, those energies combined, mm -hmm are looking for a way out. And when they find expression, we simply will call that manifestation. Yeah. So when those two energies finally find expression, that expression is the last line. The which, devil, to the, the, devil world. to the world, which is your manifestation. But what I think what's really important is what you first started when you said about how the fool becomes the wise man. Mm -hmm. And I feel mm -hmm. like that's just the process you have to get through to do all of this, mm -hmm. to become a little bit wiser. Right. Over and over again. Yes. And <laughs> you're going to be at different aspects at different times of your life. So like you yes. might be at the world on one part of your life and then all the way back at the empress in another aspect. Exactly. And and here's where we get into, and I, I really, I, I like this because once again, we're out of the, nothing against the mysticism. We will get in that in yeah. future talks, but yeah. I, I, we wanted to make this more human and I, I, and I don't want to sound arrogant or something, but I, I don't want to sound like more functional, but well, it's kind of relatable. Interesting. Okay. We're not so, taking the mysticism or the mystery out of tarot cards, mm -hmm. I think, is mm -hmm. more what it is. Because mm -hmm. it's more, hey, this is a tool of divination, and this is a way to see it to make it more relatable and human, okay. like you said. Okay. And it, it's finding, I'm telling you, most of the reads, it's, as I, I've said before, for the most part, you're really validating what a person already knows. Because they just want to hear something. They want to hear from a different source. Yeah, somebody from a that source. they don't know. That has no connection, hasn't seen their flaws, doesn't right. know all the details automatically. Right. And so as a meditative tool, so we, we go through the cards, right? Mm -hmm. And we ended at the world. And yeah. as you said, and then the cycle starts over again. With just, with, right. And I, I want to explain that real quick because it's an interesting concept. So I, yeah. I'm at the world, right? Right. And the last line is, is kind of funny. You have to laugh because it's like, oh, all this confusion, new day, new birth, healing. And then all of a sudden I have another experience. Now yeah. here's the beauty of it. So. This next experience, now it seems as if it's random. So I reemerge again and I find myself connected with the hermit. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I'm going through this process again. And so then I question myself, what is the hermit representing to me? Right. 
okay, I'm needing to go forward. Why do you believe this is a risk? Then you may want to do some risk assessment. Yeah. You know, you may want to manage this risk to go forward onto justice because now I need to validate my decisions that I made. Right. And readjust, recalibrate. Mm-hmm. Right. Which allows me the hangman so I could deeply once again feel, is this something I really want to do? Right. Maybe I'll write on a piece of paper with pros and cons and draw a yeah. line down the middle. But yes and no's for engaging in this or not. And you kind of get the idea of how the cycle starts to begin. Mm-hmm. This is the same concept that can be incorporated with the major arcania. And with your court cards, we'll discuss those in episodes to come. And also, you can take what was just explained and actually use it once again as a template yeah. to put any other tarot deck against this. And then you can figure out your own full journey you figure through out your deck. Own. You figure out your own. And the thing with this, we're not, you know, we're not like paid spokespeople. But the the thing um, I say about the right or right is that most material that you read will feature this card deck for the complexity yeah. of the story. Only to simply, it. simply. As I said, more materials written yeah. about this. Um, and number two, it's symbolisms. Other decks also illustrate this. Right. And we didn't get into the details, but even in the Fool's Journey, there are some very important details mm-hmm. that kind of enhance or explain the story more. A little deeper. Yes. Yeah. And so applied, as I said, I, I still feel it was kind of superficial in nature, but I think I established oh, the point. No. But we just wanted to share the story with you. We were talking about this going back and forth. I was like, oh, my God, this is over like an hour or something class. Like, how are, we, how are we going to do this in X amount of time? And it's like, let's just go for it. We'll just yeah. you know, see what we come up with. Yeah. Why not just give it a shot? Anything else come to mind? Nope, that's it. This is it? Yeah. Have yeah. a good day, everyone.